0: You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Welcome to this segment of Because You Asked, I'm Barry Nussbaum. Today, we are responding to questions from across America regarding President Trump's address to a joint session of Congress. You want to know what are the key points from President Trump's congressional address? Because the President has not been in office for at least one year, the speech was not CALLED a State of the Union, but it's basically the same thing. Why? Because of who was there. In attendance were all members of the House, plus the Senate, plus the cabinet, including the ones who have not yet been confirmed, plus the Supreme Court, plus all of the top brass of the military and the president's personal associates. The setting was identical to a State of the Union. It was clearly the highlight of Donald Trump's career as a public figure. Without a doubt, the best speech he has ever given in his entire life. How good was it? Trump was interrupted 94 times by applause and many, many, many standing ovations. Here are the main points to remember. One, the speech started with a strong condemnation of the anti-Semitic attacks on Jewish cemeteries and bomb threats against Jewish institutions across America. He condemned anti-Semitism and hatred in any form. 2. America has built global projects while we ignored the inner cities. Infrastructure projects here at home just didn't happen. 3. We've been defending borders around the world and we let ours be open. 4. The elections established that Americans want America put first and that is the only way to make America great again. 5 tens of thousands of jobs have already been saved Walmart Lockheed Ford Intel SoftBank Caterpillar etc will all be investing here and creating tens of thousands of new American jobs 6 the stock market's way up 3 trillion in market value added since the election 7 he's draining the swamp Preventing lobbying by government officials after they leave office for a number of years and a permanent ban to ever lobby for a foreign government. And somehow that got noise. Eight, for every new governmental regulation, two must be eliminated. Nine, the Keystone and Dakota Access pipelines are approved, equaling tens of thousands of new jobs and new pipelines made with just American steel. Ten, he dropped out of TPP. He wants to equal the playing field on international trade. Eleven, he says he's going to enforce existing immigration laws. It will drop crime, drugs, and raise wages. But no mention of his upcoming immigration executive order to replace the one that's stuck in the courts. Twelve, we will soon begin construction of, he calls it, a great, great wall on the southern border. And all the Democrats sat silently, and then he challenged the Congress in 13. How would they respond to an American family that was hurt, or even worse, by criminal elements that came in illegally, or came back again after being repeatedly deported? 14. He said, we are moving to defend America against radical Islamic terrorism. No Dem stood or clapped. Why? We've got to have vetting of these people, and we've got to wipe out ISIS. Again, the Dems sat silent. 15. He said regarding ISIS, our people are devising a plan to destroy ISIS and we will eliminate this evil from our planet. Didn't get full support. 16. I have kept my promise, he said, to appoint a justice from my original list of some months ago to replace Justice Scalia who passed. And then he introduced Scalia's widow. Seventeen, I'm going to make it very, very hard for American companies to leave America. And get this, even almost Vice President Senator Tim Kaine stood up to applaud. Good job, Tim. Eighteen, he promised big tax cuts for businesses and the middle class. Here's a big one. Nineteen, a trillion dollars in new investment for infrastructure from private and public money to create massive jobs. Buy American, hire American, he says. Twenty. He's going to repeal and replace Obamacare. It will provide more choices, lower costs, no mandates, cover pre-existing conditions. You can buy across state lines to create a national market while bringing down costs. 21, we must support the men and women in law enforcement. No mention of Black Lives Matter as Obama would have done on this subject. 22, we will support the military and equip them. They'll be ready to win. We're going to eliminate the sequester and call for the largest budget increase for military spending in history, and extra support for veterans. Again, not a complete standing ovation. Who would sit through that point? Twenty-three, the longest ovation of the night, by far honored the legacy of Ryan Owens, a special forces operator who was killed a few weeks ago, and his wife was in attendance. Boy, was that moving 24, we will strongly support NATO, and other NATO countries are now funding it more than ever. They're putting in their fair share of their own defense. Good for them. 25, he says, my job is not to represent the world. My job is to represent the United States of America. And every Democrat sat down for that one. The Democratic response after the speech was bizarre. No member of the House or Senate or even a leader of the party would speak. Instead, they got Steve Bashir, a 72-year-old retired Democratic governor of Kentucky. He provided a weird response, well, really a non-response. And why would not any member of the House or the Senate or the Democratic leadership want this job in front of a national audience? I can't figure it out. Okay, please keep your questions coming to American Truth Project and our social media through either Facebook or Twitter. If we select your question, you will get a special gift. We are here to answer your urgent questions because you asked. I'm Barry Nussbaum. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project. A 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.